Welcome to Briefings and Brief, an audio digest of IT news and information from the packet pushers, including vendor briefings, industry research, and commentary. I'm Ethan Banks. It is March the 26th, 2019, and here is what's happening. I had a briefing with Hammerspace earlier this month. Hammerspace describes themselves as, you ready for this, quote, a storage and protocol agnostic cloud data control plan abstracting data from the infrastructure for self-service hybrid cloud data management driven by machine learning and metadata management to deliver data as a service, end quote. And that was quite a mouthful, but it does a really good job at getting to the heart of Hammerspace, which is to layer policy on top of your existing storage, moving data around to wherever you need it to be automatically. And if that just happens to include hybrid cloud, hey, that's just fine with Hammerspace. In this briefing, Hammerspace announced the ability to provide a global namespace for persistent storage in Kubernetes environments. As containers were originally conceived to be stateless and ephemeral, that is, you could stand them up and tear them down at will with essentially zero application impact, the idea of persistent storage, maybe that seemed a bit wrong, because why do we need persistent storage for stateless containers? But as container use cases have expanded, stateful containers have become normal and the need for persistent storage has grown right alongside. But presenting that storage to a container in an automated way hasn't been all that easy. Hammerspace has tackled this issue with what they are calling data as a microservice. This is not a new type of Kubernetes-specific storage, which Hammerspace thinks is about the last thing the Kubernetes world needs. So therefore, don't think of this as just being about getting data to a container. More importantly, Hammerspace is trying to answer the question, how do we get storage to evolving workloads? The answer to this question is to make data declarative. That is, describe what is needed from storage and it just happens. At least from a DevOps perspective, it looks like it just happens. Policy is driving the automation without admins having to pay too much attention. And once those policies are in place, Snapshots are put where they're needed for access or resilience, for example. You might be accessing storage that's on-prem, or you might be accessing storage that was burst to public cloud if policy dictated. You can turn off Hammerspace in the public cloud when you need to to save some dollars in your cloud provider's bill, although Global Dedupe happens to be there to reduce the amount of data transiting cloud. And all of that policy and automation and making these things happen without you having to worry about it, none of that is actual magic. What's really going on is that Kubernetes is talking to Hammerspace DSX data services nodes, as well as the container storage interface as presented by Hammerspace. Kubernetes workloads are getting local file type performance via NVMe level IOPS, even though they are talking to Hammerspace and not storage directly. Hammerspace cited a couple of key use cases for this technology that will be familiar to folks who have run into stateful containers, and the first use case is databases. For example, NoSQL, MySQL, Elastic, Redis, Cassandra, MongoDB, and Microsoft SQL Server. Hammerspace cited those and described the database scenario as useful for folks who need low latency access for their builds to go fast. And the second use case was for transparent dev test to production. For example, you could take a snapshot of data living on your on-premises NetApp and then present it into the cloud as a read-write, a benefit of a Kubernetes global namespace, according to Hammerspace. Now, Hammerspace and their offering and this addition to Kubernetes storage capabilities, this is all complex. It's a complex product, it's a complex announcement, and there is a lot more to this story. If you think Hammerspace might solve a business problem you have, you should therefore go visit hammerspace.com for more information. And if you do happen to talk to someone there, tell them you found out about them on Packet Pushers. 
And that was Briefings in Brief. For more IT podcasts, blogs, and news created for engineers, visit packetpushers.net where you can subscribe for free. And for even more great information, become a member at ignition.packetpushers.net.